Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name's Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia. I'm joined by our director and MD, David Byram. Hey, DB. Hi, Dom. How are you doing? Yeah, doing really well, DB. So, you know, we've been in this crazy time in the world through COVID, lockdowns, people working from home, businesses have had to shut premises, perhaps, you know, a lot of changes in their way that we're working. But, you know, every day we're in this, we're a day closer to the end, as I think you've said in a previous podcast. And that's what I say to my boys every night. Yeah. So with that in mind, eventually we're going to get back to work as normal or as normal as it can be post this period. So how do leaders lead change post lockdown? You know, so when we're returning to business as usual, what can leaders be doing? What should be that they be doing and thinking about as we go into that, you know, back more towards that business as usual state? That's a great question, Dom, and uh, a very complex question. I'll probably, let's talk around a couple of range of topics today. I think in your question was part of the answer. Recognize it will be different would be mm. the first thing I'd say. Mm. I like talking about this new normal. We will be different. So I think let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. I think it would also be good to talk about as a leader, how do I actively support and care for my people? There's still going to be a level of tension, anxiety around what's going on and stress probably around the business. So how do I support and care for people? And I think the third area we could probably close on is it is a health crisis. It's turning into an economic crisis. But how do we listen to the opportunities and explore those opportunities that Mm. are presenting to us, Mm. which then might lead us into a whole new path of priorities? Mm. So we might talk about that for a bit as well. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So you mentioned first that, you know, you will be different. So following this whole event, when we go back to the office, it's not going to be the same. So what should we be thinking about in that space? Yeah. Really good question. I'd break it down into three areas because we will be different. Will we have people more working from home? Yeah, I think more than likely not. Will we need to practice some social distancing as we start up? For the short term. Yeah. 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 So we'll change dynamics of meetings and things like that. So will we continue some of the different practices that might have evolved as a result of us working from home? So we've been doing things about how we work from home. Mm. Some of the procedures, practices, approvals even might be a little bit different as people have been disparate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know DocuSign and electronic signing of documents is probably mm. becoming more mainstream mm. as a result. So in terms of recognize, I'd say those three things would be, what do we want to sustain? Mm. We've been operating in a different regime for a period of time. What do we want to sustain? So what was good about yeah, it? What, what was really positive about it? Uh-huh. I think the whole flexibility of working from home has really opened up a lot of opportunities. Mm. And how can we embrace those aspects moving mm. forward? Mm. What do we want to enhance? So we've probably seen some things that we we liked, but we want to enhance them a bit more. And that might be around the product innovation piece. I know lots of organizations that have, including us, have been pretty nimble and pretty agile mm. around launching and creating some different offerings yep. to support In the network. Different world, yeah. Yep. So that might be something you want to enhance. So 
what are the things that you got some stuff to sustain, but what do you really want to take and leverage for the future? Mm. And then I'd say is looking to the old, what do you need to change? What do you need to stop? What's no longer relevant? The market's moved. The customers have moved. Mm. What do you now completely just say, we're stopping that? Mm. Well, it's, it's not part of our regime anymore. So that's pre this whole crisis thing, stuff yeah. we're going to stop. Yeah. What about, because we talk about a lot of the advantages of things that people have noticed, you know, some, you know, working from home, working remotely. In some cases, or a lot of cases, that's worked really well. And some, I imagine it's been a total disaster, you know? So how do you deal with the things that didn't work, I guess, during this period? Work out what didn't work. And I think as soon as um, this period ends, you get your team together and you, you really do a what worked, what didn't work. Mm. And when we talk about these concepts on the podcast, it's not that you as a leader decides this. Mm. It's not you by yourself who sits there and goes, right, I think we need to- More or less, less of that. Yep, we're yep. done. But how are you going to collect some data from your team? So, all right, we've operated differently. So what are we going to take from that mm. and sustain? What do we want to do a bit more of? What are we going to stop doing? And what are we going to completely remove from our portfolio that we previously did? And you've got to collect some data. And I'd, I would actually go out and collect data through a series of mediums. I'd do a little bit of some surveys to get some input. I'd do some one-on-ones and I'd do some peer sessions as well. Because uh. it will be a different, I think the key to my first point is, we will be a little bit different. In 100 years from now, they'll be talking about the COVID-19 epidemic <laughs> of 2020. <laughs> Um, history books. Uh, it will be in the history books. But how do we embrace that? For what what it's created and look mm. to the future. Mm. I think organizations, the really good organizations that are constructive and leading the charge, were probably looking to the future as soon as this started. Mm. True. All right. Not when it ends. And I guess there's a there's a risk there that, you know, the office open back opens back up, we all trickle back in and we don't capture any of the lessons or don't capture any of the takeaways and we just kind of slowly glide back to doing things how we used to do them, right? The way they've always been done, if you like. And then maybe we miss miss out on something, you know, if if, if we let that just kind of I think that's a good occur. point. And some of the things we, not everything's changed. No. So we've got to embrace all the good stuff we were doing. True. And take with it all the new good stuff we're doing uh. because there's no doubt the world's different. But we were doing good stuff, so we've got to embrace what we're doing. Uh, so it's not well. throwing out the baby with the bathwater and Absolutely all that. Absolutely not. Yep. Absolutely not. Okay. And so people are coming back, but you know, we talked about through this time, particularly when it started, a lot of anxiety, tension, stress. And I imagine when we're transitioning back, it might kind of spike some of that stuff again, just because it's, it's another change. So what can leaders be doing for their people? Yeah, absolutely. I think the stress and the anxiety of now I'm getting back on public transport with all these people around mm. me. Um, I've got this mode of working from home and- We've got a routine now. And now know? I'm yep. back in an office. So as a leader, how do I support and care for my people? Like really got to sit down and I would say communication is going to be upfront again. And I think I talked earlier about culture, leadership and COVID-19 mm. probably in six or seven episodes ago. Mm that as a leader, I need to communicate as much now as I did during COVID-19. Mm. People still have those concerns. What about me? Mm. And what about the organization? Mm. Uh, mm. Will I be okay? Will the organization be okay? Mm. 
So answering those questions still become paramount until the level of anxiety is removed and people have confidence that the organization, again, will thrive and survive, Mm. which is what organizations will do. There will be some organizations, unfortunately, that probably won't survive, but the majority will come back and thrive again because they were thriving beforehand. Mm. So as a leader, communicate. If you're the the executive, broad, consistent, regular communication. Mm. If you're the direct leader of teams, you need to do one-on-one. You need to get to know your people, what's going on for them. And back to recognize will be different. Some of those conversations will be, what did you like about it? Mm. What wasn't working for Mm. you? What could we do more of? Mm. How are we supporting you? You want to get as much information as you can so you can actually support the people. What I would say is don't underestimate the level of support that people will need as they transition back into the new normal Mm. because it'll be different. There might be less people working in the office, for example. Yeah, it could be. Yep. You might have a roster where they're in four days rather than five days or three days versus uh-huh. five days. So there'll be different things and different relationships built. So how do you balance that out? And it's just been aware of that, right? When there's been these major changes and, you know, we've mainly maybe made those changes with rostering and all that kind of stuff has already occurred, but it's different because we're at we're at home. And so when we change and start coming back to the office, it's, it's kind of doing it again because it's another change. So it's just to be aware that it's another change. It's another maybe peak in the support and care we have to be thinking of for people. I think that's a good way to put it, right? It's, it's another peak. It's another mountain. It's a bit like on a, and I think I've said this before on our podcast sessions, it's a bit like doing a culture transformation or improving our culture. Mm. You're always only at base camp, mm-hmm. climbing Everest. Right. We're going to reach a new normal. Yeah. And then we need to go again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so, you know, it's about caring for people coming back in. And then we talked about, you know, priority support, opportun- uh, sorry, priorities, direction, opportunities that might result in this. So what did you mean by that, David? Yeah, I think how do we capture, uh, particularly if you've been innovative in this time frame, mm. and you've, you've launched some different offerings or new offerings. Mm. How do you capture the greatness of what you've done mm. to help your customers and your clients and mm. maybe your suppliers and leverage that? So mm. what's going on right now in the market? So what do the customers need? What are they saying? What do they think their future needs are going to be? And how do you leverage those opportunities? So will people expect things to be more online versus or remote versus face-to-face? Will customers be looking to you to be more of a a partner Mm. rather than transactional support type services. So it will vary based on industry, Mm. but all industries will have opportunities. So my first step would be what are those opportunities? Mm. Listen, explore, identify them, quantify them, and then you need to really prioritize them. Mm. What will you go after as an organization to leverage and grow from strength to strength? And ultimately, what we're talking about is what will be your strategy? Mm. And I'm always careful when I use the word strategy. But does this present an opportunity to reinvent? Mm. Be the same, but slightly different. <laughs> yep. Or for some people, it might be different with slightly the same. Yeah, right. Because it will depend on what industry you're in and what scale. Yeah. But how do we look for that new direction, new offerings? 
And then I'm going to circle back to support mm. because if we're changing activities we're doing and services we're offering or products we're supplying, mm. and there's some organizations that have done some massive work in the medical sector that were manufacturing organizations that are now providing PPE equipment. Yeah, right. Yeah, total change. Yep. So, and I was reading recently where organizations that were doing uh, some mining supplies are now making uh, ventilators. Uh-huh. Uh, here in Australia. So those organizations have really been nimble and agile and changed. What are they going to leverage and continue mm. versus not? What does it mean for them? Yeah. And what's it mean for the people? And what does it mean for the people? True. Yeah. So, and how do we communicate that? So I would really say, be listen for the opportunities, be clear on what they are, explore them. There's no wrong answer. Quantify them. Where are you going to get your best wins? Prioritize them. And then build your new plan. I'll try not to use the word strategy, but build your new strategic direction. Yeah, so all that uh, strategic planning you did in January, uh, <laughs> the world's different, right? And and look, I think, you know, organizations responded to that during the crisis because it was obvious, you know, the whole world changed, businesses were shutting down, things had to be virtual, all that kind of stuff. The opportunity is... When it turns back on, when we start going back to the office and so on, do we turn on all the old things we were working on, right? Or is this the watershed moment where perhaps we, you know, reevaluate, actually? Is the plan we had in January, for instance, still the plan? It might be. Might need tweaking. You know, who knows? It could well be your plan. It could well be, but maybe it has changed. I think what I would change, your strategy might still be the same strategy, but depending on which sector and what I could probably... I won't say guarantee, but if you're in a sector that's heavily affected, mm. there's no doubt your operational plans changed. Of course, right? Your strategic plan still might be the same. So don't throw out what you did in January, but just look to revisit, review, and then renew. Yeah. And I, I think it actually gives some organizations an opportunity. You know, it's a watershed moment to make a bit of a break with the past because there was somewhere in you know, that kind of tailspin of chasing a million and one priorities and kind of burying themselves and too much to do. Yeah, well, now, if there was ever a chance to shed some of those priorities, now's, now's that opportunity. So. Oh, I think that's 100% correct. Like, what is the one thing we need to do? How do we make yeah. a difference? Yeah. yeah. What's, and it comes back to the core purpose of the organization. Mm. So what's the core purpose of the organization and how does it deliver that core purpose? Mm. And to really prioritize and focus the resources. Because uh. I think I'll circle all the way back to my first comment is, we will be slightly different. Uh. It'll drift and mold. And for some organizations, they might get a long way back towards the original normal. Uh. For many others, it'll be a new normal, uh. Uh. at least in the next 12 months to three years. Yeah. Thanks for your insights on that, DB. What I would love to do is hear from our community as well, because you know none of us have really planned a transition back from a pandemic before. No, I wasn't around for the Spanish flu. <laughs> no, you weren't? <laughs> no, okay. Despite contrary opinion, I was not around for the Spanish flu. So, you know, we're all kind of learning as we go, I guess. So, uh, you know, I'd love to hear from our community, you know, what's working for you? What have you tried? What have you put in? What would you suggest other people right. give a go? Because, you know, I think we're, we're discovering and, and learning together in this so you know please share we'll post this on linkedin we always do every week so you know if you added your comments there that'd be amazing 
yeah, we'd love to love to hear the thoughts and, and collective wisdom of the uh, community together. Yeah, great, Tom. I think that was great. And thanks for the opportunity to talk about the transition. I'd summarize by uh, recognize the difference. Don't underestimate the need to support and care for the people and leverage those new opportunities. They're there. Focus your efforts on making that difference you want to make for your organization. And good luck. Good luck. And I look forward to making the transition ourselves into this new world. Uh, We will be, definitely. Thanks, DB. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au. Thank you.